Would you like me to search your delivery? You are generous as you are divine. Oh, booty queens and booty queens. I don't give a damn what you're entitled to. So, if you don't like it, you can take back your food and your castle and f*** right off. You should treat books with more respect. Welcome to Mystery Pony Fiction, hosted by the Mystery Fluttershy fan. Twilight Sparkle Tries to Write a Clopfic by Solace Twilight Sparkle sat at her desk, hunched forwards with a quill rested gently against her chin. She had her mind set to the task, a blank sheet of paper set out in front of her. She knew exactly what she wanted to say, and yet the words just wouldn't come. She tried so many things to get the block to budge, walking around outside, greeting her friends, going to visit Rainbow Dash despite the mayor's protests, even reading some pony else's words, but nothing seemed to work. So now she sat, with so many words and nothing to write, on her last breaths she resorted to her last resort, something she promised herself she'd never do, write a clopfic. The faint niggle of an idea graced Twilight's mind, her eyes lit and the quill set to motion, it scratched loudly against the rough, sketching out the first words of her grand plan. Clover Frost walked out and she stopped. The quill lifted up from the page and she read back through what she'd just written, then quickly scribbled an amendment. Clover Frost, the handsome, walked, scratched that, trudged out through the open snow. A smile spread across Twilight's muzzle. She liked that, but it needed more. She wrote another sentence. Clover Frost, the handsome, known such for he was the most handsome of all stallions, trudged through the open snow with his stallion hood No, Twilight frantically scratched out the last word, her blush intensifying. She didn't want it to start out like that. She tried again. Clover Frost, the handsome, known only as such for being the most handsome of all stallions, trudged through the open flap and into the warm inside of the... the tent? Twilight shrugged. Might as well be. Of the tent. And then she got stuck. Twilight pressed her quill into the ink pot, thinking to herself as she let it soak to the shaft. There has to be a better way of doing this, she frowned. With the quill freshly filled, Twilight scrunched up the page and tossed it aside, sending it flying across her bedroom and on top of a pile of similar scraps of paper. All her previous attempts. The wad of paper tumbled off the top, rolling all the way down the mountain and sliding to a halt at the base, just beside the still empty wastebasket. Ignoring the mess behind her, Twilight levitated a new page down in front of her and began scribbling anew. Clover Frost, also known as the strongest and most well-hung stallion alive, trudged through the howling wilderness of the frozen north. He shivered, pulling his close close to him, and pressed on ahead. He was intent on getting to his destination, a brown tent on the horizon where his lover scratched that sunlight. Once again, Twilight found herself frozen, unable to think of a single word. What the hay rhymes with sparkle? After a brief moment of contemplation, Twilight shrugged and pushed on. 
his lover, Sunlight Sparkle. The wind was whipping past his mane, blowing it into a thunderous uproar, but he referred to stop for his erect. Another pause as Twilight's blush returned in full force. She cast a glance around the empty and darkened bedroom, her eyes settling on Spite's basket at the back where the tiny drake still snored. She sighed, waving herself with a hoof and skipped ahead in her tail slightly. Sunlight sparkles sat on the edge of her bed, playing with her toys, when her beloved came waltzing into the tent. My lover, he proclaimed. Twilight pushed on, intent on making something of this. My lovely lover, dover, smoopy, doopy bear. She choked, feeling a slight bit of bile itching at the back of her throat. She tossed the page away to begin again. And again, Twilight found herself stuck. She sighed, dripping the quill in its ink pot despite it not needing it, and began scribbling her ideas. Sunlight sparkles sat at the edge of her bed, the sheets draped over her body and staring with a seductive smirk as she awaited her lover. Clover, the clever, scratch that frost, strode into the tent, letting the flap swing closed behind him and into the warmth therein. He... The sounds of hoofsteps reached Twilight's ears and she stopped cold. Her eyes bolted up to the closed door of her bedroom and she held onto her breath. She waited for what felt like ages, watching as a shadow lurked beyond the doorframe. She waited, sweats dripping down in muscle, and watched as the shadow continued clumping down the passage and out of earshot. When she was finally sure she was alone, Twilight let out her held breath and turned back to her page. He removed his hoof-stitched brown cloth cloak, the very same thing that hung exactly 13 millimeters from the ground on a normal pony, but at a more meager 12 millimeters due to Clover's reduced stature, he levitated it over to the hook, flashing a sultry smirk to the mare stretched out before him and let the cloak fall short. Twilight felt a slight shiver of guilt run up her spine. Just the thought of a stallion purposefully misplacing his coat and leaving it lying on the ground, of all places, where some pony might stump on it or even trip, it struck a special type of cord for the princess. Clover skulked slyly over to his mistress, she turning over and presenting her... Ugh! Twilight groaned and scratched that out and began again. Clover sculpted over to his mistress, a sly grin upon his muzzle, and draping the leash behind him in his. Twilight stopped again. Am I? She stared with wide eyes at the page. Where did I? She probably tore it up, burned it to ashes, and sent the remains to a decade-long banishment on the other side of the sun. She wiped her hoof over her mane, straightening out the odd split ends, and then pushed her wings back down to lie smooth against her back. When she was sure she was okay, she pulled out another page and started again. Clover Frost, the handsome, known as such for his perfectly manicured hooves and chiseled visage, strode into the tent to welcome his beloved. He strode with confidence, flashing a sly grin as his eyes set firm on the target of his desire. Sunlight sparkle, he cooed. How unfortunate that we could find each other lost here, 
in the frigid tundra of the frozen north. A brief moment, and then he added, alone. With a wobble of his eyebrows, Clover Frost removed his satin leather cloak and levitated it over to the hook beside him. Sunlight Sparkle simply watched from her seat on the double princess bed as Clover held up his cloak to the hook and let it drop short. A slight bristle rang up Starlight's back, a slight shiver at the sight of the fabric tumbling to the ground before her. Then her eyes, growing wide, followed the curves of the castellion standing beside her. Her mouth hangs agape, wonder befalling her as she beheld his massive... What are you writing? Ah! Twilight screamed, almost falling out of her seat. She threw herself forward, attempting to cover her page from any intruding eyes. Nothing, nothing! She screamed and looked up to find Spike leaning over the front of her desk and staring at her with a raised eyebrow. The two sat there for a long moment, Twilight's grin growing extra wide and her blush deepening, while Spike's eyebrow simply rose higher and higher. At length, Spike spoke. Okay, Twy, sheesh. He shrugged and backed down. I just came to tell you breakfast was ready. Twilight Sparkle is still trying to write a clopfic by Solace. After a brief break for breakfast, we returned to Twilight Sparkle in the privacy of her own room. She sat crouched in front of her tiny desk, a toothbrush clenched in her teeth, dripping foam into her lap, and a brown and creased page held out between her hooves. Behind her and all around, the piles of crumpled papers and discarded ideas floated aimlessly in Twilight's aura, forgotten after all attention was turned to this one page. Hmm, she frowned and levitated the toothbrush away from her mouth. This is terrible. It was true, of course. She had barely filled half the scroll, and what she had was rampant with scribbles, crossed-out words, and the tears of desperation. If there was any one single truth about Twilight Sparkle, it was that she shouldn't try to write when she was tired. But she'd gotten this far. It only made sense that she finished what she started. Thus, Twilight carefully set the page down at the corner of her desk, pulled out a clean one, then dipped her quill in the pot of ink and set to work. Clover Frost, my beloved, sunlight sparkle creamed. She almost rolled out of her bed upon seeing her beloved stallion step into the tent. The heat of the moment, that luscious swagger of his hips, she called, Spike! Starlight's angry voice sounded from up the hall, echoing loudly through the castle and shattering Twilight's concentration. There was the resounding thundering roll of a million little pieces of paper hitting the ground behind her. The quill jerked aside, snapped in two, and etched a large deep black ink stain across the page, and Twilight collapsed to the ground, face first, into a sea of crumpled notes. I'm coming, Starlight! Spike's voice answered from outside, and as Twilight picked herself up, she heard the silent padding of dragon feet outside. Spike ran past her room at a moderately above-walking pace with a grimace on his face, waddling as fast as his legs would carry him in the direction of Starlight's angry yells. Twilight sighed and face-hoofed. Are you serious? She groaned into her hoof and stood up, clearing a path through the papers with her magic, stormed to the door and slammed it shut. 
then returned to her desk to continue writing. She crumpled up the ruined page and threw it over her shoulder, adding it to the sea of papers gathering around her hooves, and pulled out another clean sheet and quill from her drawer. Clover Frost, my beloved! Sunlight Sparkle was ecstatic. She rolled over onto her back and took her loved between her hooves as he came in for a kiss. I missed you so much. It feels like you've been gone for eons, she cooed, and then they kissed. Twilight paused to think, making a mental checklist of what she needed. She had the setup, check. She had the character and the saucy dialogue, double check. All she needed was the... Twilight blushed a deep red. Okay, okay. She took a deep breath, shook herself off, and bought herself some time by dripping her quill in the ink. Whilst ensuring it was thoroughly soaked, Twilight forced herself to remain focused and ignored her wings as they extended behind her all on their own. She needed the saucy bits. She took another deep breath, pushed back her mane, and leaned into writing the next scene. They kissed long and hard, their breaths panting. Oh, Twilight, Clover Frost moaned. He pushed her onto the bed, and then he... And then he realised something. We can't do this! Clover pushed away, his chiselled chin sparkling the candlelight of the tent. Why, my beloved? Sunlight was disappointed. It's not perfect! He sat up beside Sunlight, throwing a hoof across the near bare tent. Save for a lone trunk, the coat rack, and Clover's cloak as previously stated, the thundering roar of the ice storm outside filled the room. This tent is a mess, and I can't love you without the enriching smell of literature to fill my nose. Twilight beamed. It was perfect. Everything she could have wanted from an erotic work of fiction. The strong, loving, sympathetic, yet academically inclined stallion, and the smart and talented unicorn mare, lucky enough to find herself draped between his hooves. She could see the scene playing out, as it were, right now. Clover Frost, his rippling physique, sparkling in the light, holding sunlight with his hooves around her barrel, and the golden glow of his horn, as he enticed her with melodious and eloquent words of William Shakespeare. His smooth, deep voice would lull her into a sense of relaxation as he recounted the historical prominence of the author's writings and the reflections of the times they embodied. And then, when she least expected it, he would run his hoof down her barrel, over her flank, and onto her... Twilight's head dipped, her horn brushing past the end of her quill on its way to the table. It hit with a resounding smack and Twilight bolted upright, wide awake. She looked around frantically, her eyes darting to the quarters. She turned forwards again and realised she'd been drooling, brought a hoof up to wipe the spittle away from her fetlock, then looked over the page. It was almost three quarters full, with a few droplets of spittle staining the bottom edge of the page and a large mark etching off from the last word where Twilight had fallen asleep. She'd gotten off on a horrible tangent, but she was sure she could still save it. Thus, after wiping away the extra ink and ensure her desk wouldn't be permanently damaged, she leaned back to her work. Oh, Clover, the... Scratch that. Frost, sunlight beamed. Make love to me like Romario did to his beloved. Scratch that. 
she begged, aching for him. I will, my being of sunlight in the twilight, like the millions of stallions who... Changing her mind, Twilight quickly scratched out the last few words and pulled in her seat to sit more comfortably. Once she was sure she was close enough to the desk that there were no more papers shuffling at her hooves, the quill's movements resumed. Like a million stallions who could not, and then they kissed again. And in their flurried motions against each other, Sunlight lit her horn and summoned a frilled silken cotton saddled to wrap around her barrel, the bark straps flapping freely at her sides against Clover's hooves. He leaned into his beloved and the quill froze, motionless, inches off the page. Twilight's brow furrowed as she fought for the right words. And still nothing. Um, Twilight clicked her tongue and pulled the quill closer to Bush against her face as she thought. Her mind had suddenly drawn a blank. She knew what she wanted to do, where the story would go, but she couldn't for the life of her find the right words to describe it. It was like the, oh no, Twilight gasped under her breath and pressed her hooves, came up to press against her forehead. It can't be. She groaned into her hooves and began rubbing her temples. She couldn't have writer's block again, and write when it was getting good too. So she had to write something, anything. The quill trembled as Twilight's magic brought it back down to the page. She began racking her brains, trying not to focus on the page, but rather what she was trying to do. And they... She knew what she had to do, what she wanted, but she just couldn't. And they scratched that. Then he... There was a loud rap on the door, and Twilight's concentration shattered as she spun around, flipping her page face down with a flash of her horn, and looked directly at its handle as she heard mumblings from outside. Two voices argued, muffled by the thick wood. Outside, Starlight, wait! Spike's voice yelped suddenly, and something hard collided with the door, making it shudder. There was another bumping, the thud of something rolling to the ground, and the door burst inwards. I'm sorry, Spike, Starlight shouted over her shoulder, a stack of papers towering above her head as she trotted into the room. But this can't wait. She waded her way into the sea of crumpled pieces to Twilight's desk, ignoring the princess's preeminent meltdown. I don't care how busy Twilight is. If you're not going to help me, then I have no choice but to go to her. Twilight was almost knocked aside as the stack of papers levitated up past her and set themselves down with a loud slam in the middle of the desk, rattling it, knocking Twilight's quill to the ground and thoroughly burying her previous work beneath the mountain. What? Twilight did a double take, glancing on Starlight to Spike as he waddled into the room at the back, panting loudly and rubbing a large bump in the middle of his forehead. She turned then to the pile of papers towering in front of her, what are these? She levitated a trio from the top of the stack, reading the titles as they drifted past her face. Equestrian Labour Act of 1405, Mind Control Labour Relations Act of 1309, Equality Inequality Divisions Act of 802. No time to explain. Starlight shook her head, levitated Twilight's quill up from the floor, 
and shoved it into her face. I need these documents signed by a princess right away. I, uh, told you, Starlight. Spike huffed out of his breath as he ran up beside Starlight, holding up his arms and standing between her and Twilight. Twilight can't. He wobbled on his feet and leaned against his shins to try to regain his breath. She doesn't, he huffed. She doesn't have the authority to. They'd said it to Princess Celestia. Starlight glimmer. Twilight shot up from her seat, snatching the quill from her student and staring her down. I'm not going to do anything until you tell me what's going on. And she motioned to her desk. What all of this? Please, Twilight. Starlight screamed and threw herself at Twilight's hooves, surprising the princess as she grabbed onto her fetlocks and looking up to her with tears in her eyes. These are legal documents. If I don't get them signed by a princess right now, I might have to go to jail. But Twilight's eyes went wide and she glanced to where Spike was, standing beside the desk and looking on with concern. She patted Starlight's mane and grabbed her hoof to pull her up. Fine, Twilight relented. She really wasn't in the mood to be dealing with any of this. Not now, not ever. She pointed Spike over to the desk. Spike, send them to Princess Celestia. But, no buts. Okay, Spike sighed and stepped close to the desk. Both Twilight and Starlight moved aside to let him work. Spike stood aside the desk for a short moment, taking deep breaths until he finally heaved a sigh and blew his flame across the papers. The entire pile immediately went up in flames, a golden magic enveloping them from Spike's side to the far side and evaporating the piled into golden whips that twisted their way up, out the window and on their way to Canterlot. With the job done, Starlight relaxed. She squeezed Twilight in a tight hug, thanking her as many times as she could as soon as they were both gone. Alone and left to her own devices, Twilight took a deep breath as she made her way back to her empty desk, brushing the papers across the floor and pulling them neatly into a corner on her way. In a way, she was actually grateful for the interruption. The block was gone and she was itching with anticipation to continue her writing. She dropped down in her seat, levitated her quill up from the floor, pulled her chair in and went pale, frozen, as she set eyes on her desk. The desk was empty. Realisation slowly dawned on Twilight, her eyes widening as they refused to tear themselves away, a look of horror taking hold. Empty desk. The words echoed through her mind. Empty desk. Her heart pounding in her ears, her stomach dropping through the floor. Every second her mind went through the same actions and the implications it held. Empty desk. She flipped the desk. Motherfuck. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider joining my Patreon, patreon.com slash TMFF to get early access to audiobooks and to be able to request I do a reading of what you want, provided the author approves. Thank you to Artlist.io for providing the massive music and sound effect library that I have to work with. And most of all, thank you to the bronies who write the amazing stories that inspire me to make these. Fluttershy and Izzy are best ponies. I now have a Discord server where you can join in and chat with other fanfiction fans. If you enjoy what I do, you can donate to me on Ko-Fi. Links in the description.